Success is about more than just business strategies. It's also about aligning with your higher purpose and clearing inner obstacles that stand in the way. I say this because you deserve to do what you love and to feel fulfilled along the way. And the reality is you're likely spending more time than you'd like to stuck in self-doubt. You may be asking yourself things like, why do I never seem to reach my biggest goals no matter how hard I work? Or why do I never quite feel like I've done enough, have enough, or am enough? If any of these sound familiar, you are not alone. And I've been there too. The good news is that the solution is simpler than you think. I'm sharing it inside my new four-day women's immersion, The Inner Critic Cure. This live four-day event includes daily classes, potent practices, and a brilliant supportive community of like-minded women. And best of all, it's only $37. This method is gentle yet powerful, and it actually works even when others haven't because it's based on a proven psychotherapeutic framework called Internal Family Systems or IFS. By the time you leave, you'll have the knowledge and tools to not only heal your relationship with those harsh inner voices, but to turn them into your strongest allies now and for the rest of your life. So join us to discover how to put an end to those negative voices that have held you back from your biggest dreams and desires. So you can live into the full potential you know is possible for you in both your business and in your life. You can learn more and join us inside the Inner Critic Cure at programs-saravonstover.com forward slash immersion. That's programs-saravonstover.com forward slash immersion. I'd love to see you there. Hello, beautiful women. Welcome to She Talks, a space for you to come home to your inner wisdom which I call your she. I'm Sarah Von Stover, teacher of feminine spirituality and empowerment, best-selling author, and founder of The Way of the Happy Woman. I created this podcast to offer wisdom teachings, or Dharma talks as they're known in the Buddhist tradition, through the distinct lens and voice of the sacred feminine. Because I believe that when a woman gets still and quiet enough to hear the voice of the divine within her, she can finally live true to herself and, in turn, inspire others to do the same. Now, light a candle or simply take a deep breath all the way down into your belly and exhale. Welcome home. Hello, beautiful women. It's been a long time since we connected here on the podcast. I have been on sabbatical for most of 2018 since I shared with you the last series on this podcast, uh, Disrupting the Divine Feminine. And it's been a really rich time for me. I'm doing a lot of massive revision and overhaul in every department of my life, both inner life and outer life. And I'll be gradually sharing some of those with you. One of those is something I'm going to be sharing publicly next week. And for now, I wanted to share with you the audio version of a talk that I gave here in Boulder, Colorado, 
Almost two months ago is the end of March, and it was an event that Kelly McNellis, who's the founder of Women for One, hosted called Truth Teller Tour. And this was her inaugural Truth Teller Tour, and she is going to take this on the road to different cities around the U.S. and around the world. It was a really powerful event, a time for women to come together and to share their stories. And as I speak to in this talk, I had some trepidation about participating. The first trepidation was that I haven't spoken publicly in two and a half years since my second book, The Book of She, came out. And since then, I've really been in the deepest uh, healing process, the deepest crisis of my life, a series of those. And I wasn't really, I wasn't wasn't ready to talk about those. I'm going to start talking a little bit more about those next week, actually a lot about those next week. And I wanted, I still wanted to be authentic. So I spoke about the, the raw and scary and empty space that happens in between a crisis and a rebirth. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope it resonates with you. Women are still contacting me, contacting me, letting me know how moved they were by this talk. Uh, I think that it really speaks to something that is we don't often give voice to. And I do want to note that the audio cuts out a little bit about a third of the way, half of the way through, and it's just very briefly, it comes back on. There was just a, a glitch with the mic and they had to get me a new mic. Uh, but just stay stay the course when that happens, and you'll be able to hear all the way through until the end. So enjoy, and uh, sending you much love. Bye. Sarah, Sarah Von Stover. So, Sarah, when I connect with you, which I, I know Sarah the least here um, out of this group, but I feel very connected to you. And why I feel connected to you is I just feel this sweetness, and this incredible power in one fell swoop when I, I, I experience you. And I just appreciate everything you've done. I've read your books. You're an amazing woman. I'm going to read your bio now. <laughs> so Sarah Von Stover is a teacher of feminine spirituality and empowerment, best-selling author and founder of The Way of the Happy Woman. After graduating Phi Beta Kappa and Summa Cum Laude from Columbia University's all-women's Bernard College, Sarah had a cancer scare that led her to move to Thailand. There, she embarked on a decade-long healing and spiritual odyssey throughout Asia and went on to uplift tens of thousands of women worldwide. Sarah has also been featured in Yoga Journal, Huffington Post, Newsweek, Natural Health, ABC, NBC, CBS, and she now lives in Boulder with her dog, Sadie. Welcome, Sarah. Good evening. <laughs> Truth, number one, I did not plan what I'm going to say tonight, which is completely out of character for me. Second truth is that I almost didn't speak here tonight. Kelly invited me, she sent me an email, I think it was in January, to speak on a panel and 
I asked what it was going to be about, and she said it was going to be about my business and messy experiences with my business. And I asked her what it was going to be about because I hadn't spoken publicly in about two and a half years, which is unusual for me. The last time that I stood in front of a group like this and spoke was just a couple blocks away at the Boulder Bookstore when my second book came out. And normally after a book comes out, I would celebrate. I would rest. I would kind of move into um, like a maturation or like a, like a summer season of my life after all that hard work. But what happened is that the rug was pulled out from underneath me. And since that time, the past two and a half years, I've been, I mean, we need to have a new word for what I've been through. Some of my friends are in the audience. A new word other than messy. It was unmessy. And when I, when I learned that Kelly had switched this to be I emailed her and I said, you know, I don't know if I can, if I can do this. I need to know exactly what, what you want me to be talking about. I thought I was going to be talking about my business. And because I didn't feel like it would be authentic for me to stand up here and tell the story of the past two years. Uh, because I don't feel ready to do that. And we had a little bit of back and forth email exchange, and I realized that. Okay. And I realized that okay, well, I could speak about something else, and my career has been kind of peppered with me telling the truth about very messy situations, and you can find those stories in my books or on YouTube or on my blog or on my podcast. But when I really felt into it, I just I felt I don't. I don't want to talk about any of those things. And I'm also not ready to talk about what I've lived in the past couple of years. But what feels like is my truth right now is to speak about the space in between. And in a lot of ways, the space in between is the hardest space to be in. And so it wasn't until this afternoon that I realized that, that that is my truth that I wanted to stand here and talk about. So tomorrow is Good Friday. And Sunday is Easter. So Good Friday is the crucifixion. And Easter is the resurrection. Friday is the mess, and Sunday is the brilliance. What happens on Saturday? We don't hear about what happens on Saturday. We don't hear what happens between the pain and the rising in the waiting. So there was a lot of pain in my life these past two years, like pain that I thought would kill me. At times, I wanted it to kill me.
there's a way that when grief strikes us in our lives, it, uh, we, um, Kelly mentioned Glennon Doyle. Glennon Doyle talks about being evicted from our lives when hardship strikes. So when we're evicted from our lives, it's, we're kind of just thrown out of the day-to-day normalcy that we normally take for granted. And when we're consumed in the pain, we don't notice that quite as much. But then when, when we come into the waiting between the death and the rebirth, it can be agonizing. It's this sense of, like, I don't know who I am anymore. Like, the new person isn't here. The new life isn't here. It's a lot of empty space. It's a lot of um, patience and faith on the best of days and doubt and despair on the worst of days. And what I've noticed is like the hallmark of the waiting time of the Saturday, of the space between Good Friday and Easter, between messy and brilliance, is the caliber of the questions that we ask ourselves. So it's one thing to stand up here and speak our truth to others. That is a really important thing for for us to do to heal and to free ourselves of shame and to knit ourselves back into the fabric of life when we feel like something that, that we've experienced is just so outside of life. But in order to get there, we need to tell the truth to ourselves. And we need to tell the truth to ourselves or arrive, find, dig for the truth within ourselves by asking questions, asking really probing, really honest, really precise questions. Like, what, 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 what was this really here to teach me? And even if this was 95% outside of my control, what is the 5% that was actually in my control? What, what part did I play in this? A question that I picked up from uh, one of my mentors was, if this phase of my life were never to end, what is the one quality that I would need to cultivate in order to make it through? and actually find a sense of enjoyment for the rest of my life. And then the questions about the future, like who do I want to be next? What would the happiest version of myself do with this situation? What would the greatest expression of myself look like in this moment or in the next five minutes? And in order to get to that rebirth, in order to get to that resurrection, I realized that, and I I don't think that we, we take enough time to notice this, is that it's not guaranteed. Like, the rebirth is not a given. The brilliance is not a given. The wisdom is not a given. We have to be willing to stay in the waiting to stay in the questions without having the answers, 
to stay in the place of feeling like we don't have that new skin that's grown over us. And so I realized this afternoon that it was important for me to stand here in my truth. My truth being that I'm in an in-between place. Like, it's not winter and it's not spring. It's not night and it's not day. And that I, I know that you know, a handful of you are probably in the same place in your own way or have been before or will be. And this is what the space is like. It's a lot of empty space. Thank you for carving out this time for yourself. If you're longing to live these teachings in your daily life, come on over to thewayofthehappywoman.com and join our free 13-day e-course, 13 Signposts for a She-Centered Life. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Way of the Happy Woman. And if you enjoyed this talk, I and the women in the world who need it would be so grateful if you shared it with them. And better yet, if you leave us a review on iTunes. Until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support. Thank you so much for being part of our sisterhood.